Hi, this is Dr. Stephen Jones, and today I'm going to talk about how to comprehend a complicated textbook. And I know there are a lot of students, both elementary, middle school, high school, college, you're all doing a lot of reading out there. So I wanted to give you some strategies for these different types of books, and some of them can be complicated. So I want to give you some tips and strategies that you can use right away to help you comprehend. And so you know, always say sometimes you need to read in small chunks and bites. In other words, 20 minutes, you need to take that. Sometimes I see students reading for hour after hour, and then I ask them afterward, have you comprehended? What, have, what do you understand? And they feel lost <laughs> because the information is so overwhelming. So sometimes you need to take this, those 20 minutes to do some reading, taking some notes, digest the information, and then proceed. Or you might need to take a five-minute break and then come back. But Taking time to make sure that you're getting it in bits and pieces can be helpful um, as you're reading. I wish I had known this when I was in college because I, sometimes I just read and read and read and I asked myself, have you learned anything? And it's like, really, I just read it for saying I read it. So it's really important that you comprehend it as you're reading and going along. So get an understanding of what are the critical points. In every chapter, there's four or five critical points that they want you to understand and sometimes they'll be highlighted in some way and you want to make sure that you understand those critical points and you can also go to the back of each chapter because they may have some questions that you can answer that demonstrate that you understand the critical points these are all a part of uh, being a critical thinker and learning the best way to gather the information from what you're reading is asking yourself questions afterward as well Define the important terms. I see students reading through books and there, is, there are terms there that they don't understand, but they've never gone to search it in a, uh, I guess most people are doing it on Google now, but search the term on Google so you have a definition of what the word is. And that will help you build context in what you're reading. And it'll make it a lot more fun because it won't seem as complicated because you know exactly what they're talking about and what the terms and definitions are. So take time to be clear on words or even let's say you're reading and it's just going to stop you. Write down the word and then come back and do some research on the word so you can fully comprehend it. Another thing that you can do is talk about the books that you're reading with other students, other teachers, parents. Just talk about some of the things that you're learning. Now, I know I will admit some people might call you a geek or you know, say that you're trying to be really smarter than them, but it's worth you sharing with other people because they're going to get so excited about the information that you have um, and you want to learn something from them. Maybe as you're sharing it with them, they'll share some facts with you that you didn't even know that they know. So once you read that book, another way to prove that you learned it is to go out and tell everybody else about it or Maybe you might even end up tutoring somebody on a subject that you're studying. So it's really important to take that in. And I'm, I'm not against audiobooks either. Um, that's something I'll talk about in a little bit, a little, few minutes. But make sure that you're comprehending. That's what I, my real point with this whole topic that I'm doing today. So you're going to talk with others. Um, the library is still a good place to find people that can give you help and help you find other books and resources and websites a lot of us had forgotten about that. We're so busy sitting in our homes on the internet, going on Google, that we forgot about the people 
who are the experts who can really provide us with the great information about other books and resources. So, you know, get up out of your house, go down the street or wherever the library is, especially if you're at a university, the library is right on campus. Go over there and ask for some help so that you can find these books easily and be successful in understanding your course. Now, going back to audiobooks, again, I'm not against audiobooks. I, you know, are you an audio learner? That's one of the things you need to, to know. I, I see some students, they sit in class and they can absorb all the information because they're an audio learner, learner. They're not a visual. So, you know, you can read the audiobook before you actually read the book, or you can re- listen to an audiobook after you read the book. Um, those are things that you can do. So definitely take advantage of that as a resource. That Again, they didn't have that when I was in college. They didn't really have audiobooks like that. But it's, it's a great tool. Um, ask your teacher or professor for a book list. What are the books that they enjoy? What are the books that they've read that help them to understand the topic? And then you may have another, let's say you're in a biology class. There may be another biology teacher down that's teaching a section of it as well, you might want to stop by their office also and ask them if they have any books or resources that they use with the course. So be that researcher for your own knowledge. You're the one who's trying to benefit from you know, having the, the most knowledge. You have the biggest library of information. Again, uh, because you can keep it electronically because there are downloadable books as well. I didn't mention that, but certainly, yes, there are downloadable books and you can read those books and you can put them in your own electronic library. And um, the one thing about the downloadable books is you can highlight them, you can take notes from them, so they have some flexibility in terms of how you can digest the information. But we, you know, you want to make yourself available to all that uh, it can be learned on your subjects so that you can be the expert on it and that you can be a resource to others as well. Now, it's also important to have these textbooks as you're doing a research paper, because a lot of the research papers will request that you list all the books that you've read or all the online resources that you've used as part of your research to make your point on that paper. So again, you want to become the expert. You want to have the best understanding of your topic. You know, gather as many books and resources as you can to enlighten yourself. And sometimes those resources will lead to other resources. I always say, look in the back of the book uh, at the comprehensive list of all the different resources that were used to create that book. And you'll save a lot of, of time doing your research because it's already there. It's already have been used in certain books so definitely take advantage of that uh, as well so um, make sure that you have the best time to study and read your books so the way that you're going to do that is by having a weekly schedule that you've built in is study it's your study time and during that study time you know you're going to read but actually have an official schedule a time management schedule when you every day that you're going to read that makes it less complicated. You're not trying to find the time to read and now you're not, you don't have enough time to read. So you wanna make sure that you actually have a schedule that you're gonna follow and that can be adjusted. Cause sometimes I, I'm realistic, sometimes things come up, but if you have a schedule, it increases the likelihood that you'll actually get it done and you won't feel behind. And you wanna to go to a class not having read. That's another point. 
You're supposed to read before you go to class, not after class. You're supposed to read again before you go. Why? Because the instructor is going to reiterate something that you were reading and it'll, you know, it'll really be highlighted in your mind that, yeah, I did read that. And now it's clearer because I hear the instructor reinforcing it or showing a video or sharing some additional information. So to everyone listening, read your textbook before you go to class. And if you're really excited, you can read it again after class. But make sure that you read it before uh, the class. Uh, When you get to class, also, if you have questions from your book, write them down, you know, make sure you do that while you're studying, write those questions down and then go to the class and ask your instructor questions about things that you saw in the book that you didn't understand. Or if there's no time for that, then schedule a meeting with your teacher or professor and um, try to get those questions answered. That's the way you do well on an examination. You do the preparation, you get organized with all your books and resources and do your research and then you're equipped And I always say, and if you've ever taken or listened to my test-taking strategies, you should always study at least five days ahead of any examination. Not the day before, I'm saying five days. What does the five days allow you to do? It allows you to read your books, it allows you to um, watch videos. If you can listen to uh, your instructors past, maybe they videotaped some of their lectures. You can listen to the lectures. So you doing those five days, you have plenty of time to get as much information that you can for the next examination. So definitely make sure that you're doing the, the preparation those five days ahead. Uh, if there are any books that are easier to read, maybe you want to start with those. So get your get an understanding. Make sure that you're comprehending. If you're able to write down the information that you've studied, That's, again, demonstrating that you actually understand it when you can write it down, when you can uh, show the comprehension of that that material. Um, Also, look in the back of the book for different types of papers that may have been written on the topic. You're doing a research paper, uh, so you maybe want to just do uh, read some of the research papers that have been done along with the books that you have. So that's just another source of information for you. Another thing that you can do is contact the authors of these textbooks. A lot of times they'll say, you know, email me or um, this is where I'm going to give a presentation. So do your research on what the author is doing. And that's another way to gather some great information. So I never make these long, but I do want to be a resource to you. Hopefully you've uh, understood what I'm saying today about improving your ability to understand textbook and to make it more comprehensive for you. This has been Dr. Stephen Jones, and I am the owner of SAJ Publishing. I have several books on how to study and find scholarships um, and for parents to help their children do well at school uh, for your for you as an individual or your school to, to benefit from. So you can go to drjonesbooks.com. If you need to reach me, you can reach me at my email, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-J-O-N-E-S-S at R-C-N.com. Or you can reach me at 610-842-3843. I hope this has been a wonderful opportunity for you to enhance your reading, enhance all of your learning skills.